Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Davis, and you're listening to NPR News. So glad you could join us today. We are watching what is happening outside with the weather at this hour across Minnesota. That heavy snow continued uh, around portions of the state early this morning, but now the snowfall is starting to taper off in some regions. And we know that behind the snow, we will get some bitter cold with temperatures dropping below zero statewide tonight. We also know that wind, no joke, those windy conditions making a visibility an issue for folks who are traveling along highways. So this hour, we will continue to check in with our NPR reporters and meteorologists around the state, as well as a couple of state officials to find out what they're seeing and what they suggest for the rest of us. And as always, our phone lines are open this hour, and I definitely want to talk to you. I want to hear from you. I want you to pick up the phone and call us. What are you seeing in your neighborhood right now. What did you do to prepare for our latest winter storm? Be our eyes and ears this morning. Uh, Tell us what problems you've encountered and uh, any warnings that you have for folks who may be stepping outside this morning. The phone lines are open. Here is the phone number. You can call us at 651-227-6000 this hour. Again, the number is 651-227-6000 or 800 Two four two twenty eight twenty eight. You can tweet me at Angela Davis NPR. And if you've had some uh, experience any traveling this morning, any driving, I definitely want to hear from you. We want to hear about those road conditions. But first, to get us started, uh, let's talk with uh, NPR News meteorologist Sven Sungard. Uh, Sven, did you get any sleep last night? <laughs> I did. Just luckily, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I live. <laughs> I live in downtown Minneapolis, and I don't have to shovel. Luckily, so, I know. I kept waking uh, up and looking out the window, like, like, what's going on? What's happening? Is it changing? And uh, so, let's talk about. And at this moment, I think I've heard that right now we are. There's still like a, a blizzard warning that's in effect. Yeah, we still have blizzard warnings for uh, the western and southern parts of Minnesota, Hennepin, Ramsey County not included in that, but just west of the Twin Cities still through noon. And and it's the wind blowing around this very fluffy snow. You know, we had up to about 15 inches of snow uh, fell in Edgerton. It's in southwestern Minnesota. So you got 15 inches of fluffy snow and some 40 and 50 mile an hour gusts overnight. That's definitely been blowing the snow back over the roads. And that's why we're seeing a number of roads closed and travel along I-90, particularly treacherous. But uh, the winds, the good news with the winds is you're going to start to calm down through the day. Winter storm warnings continue through noon as well. That does include the Twin Cities and all of southern Minnesota, though the snow is starting to finally wind Mm -hmm. down. And let's talk about the snow totals, because I imagine the wind may make it harder to measure like those totals. But what are we hearing officially about some of the totals around the state? Yeah, that is the problem. Uh, most of the observers are, are have that same complaint that it's difficult to measure because of all the drifting snow. W- what we've got so far, though, is uh, about 14 and a half inches is the most recent report from Bloomington. So that's pretty close to the airport. Uh, the airport's last reading was at 6 a.m. And since that time, we've seen about two to four inches of snow. The heaviest burst with this latest round of snow really came after 5 a.m. So if you were up at 5 a.m., you know that a lot of what you see out there came in just the last few hours. And we've got uh, 13.1 inches in Bertha. That's between Fergus Falls and uh, Brainerd. 
nearly 14 inches in Oak Grove. That's in Anoka County. Chaska, 13.3 inches. The Rochester area picked up a foot as well. So a lot of 12-inch-plus amounts. And uh, Apple Valley, we're getting some reports from there, of 18 inches plus, and Mm. it is still snowing there. Yeah. And the last band is finally starting to wind down. But that's the area where we've been seeing the most intense snow for the last few hours. And I want to talk about the wind because it does make a big difference in in terms of how you experience a snowstorm, if it's windy or if if it's still out there. I mean, just in terms of Mm -hmm. walking or even driving, it, it can push you around. Absolutely. And those wind gusts, even in the Twin Cities, were upwards of 40 miles an hour overnight. But as I mentioned, those are starting to finally come down Mm -hmm. now. So that's the good news. But, you know, the problem with removing snow in this situation is, of course, that it blows it back over the roads or your driveway. And that's what, you know, all the MnDOT crews are really going to have to deal with today. And so while the snow is winding down, it's going to take a while to clean up, especially until that wind dies down, which really won't come until probably the evening hours today. And let's talk about the temperature, uh, because coming behind the snow and the wind now, we have to look at what's happening with the temperature falling. Yeah. So the good news is this time of year, you know, we don't get a big Arctic blast that lasts for a while, but we are going to see a chunk of some pretty cold air for the next really 36 hours. All week long, northern Minnesota has been below zero every morning, Mm. and that air is finally going to seep in behind this. So yeah, we're looking at eight below right now in Roseau, 11 below in Halleck, Minnesota. Those are the kind of temperatures we can expect to be statewide by tomorrow morning. So even 20s below zero, probably for Halleck early tomorrow, twins cities single digits below zero and with just a little bit of wind still the wind will be much lighter but a breeze will make it feel more like it's in the teens below zero in the metro tomorrow morning and 30s below zero for wind chills uh, in the west central part of the state and the impact of that it just (laughs) it'll make all that what we're calling now that fluffy snow that's blown around with extreme cold it's going to harden and just really become hard to move and hard to walk and drive on yeah, and that's that's the problem is it, the salt and all the chemicals that we try to put on the road right. just doesn't work once we get to those temperatures. So that's why it's really critical that we get as much of it off of roads and driveways and sidewalks today mm-hmm. while those temperatures are still in the teens. And then we'll look up and it'll be March and then it'll be spring, right? Yeah, meteorological <laughs> spring begins. Well, and meteorologically speaking, March begins, uh, or spring begins March 1st, which is Wednesday, so right. less than a week away. And already by the end of the weekend, Sunday, we're going to be above freezing across southern Minnesota. We could be near 40 even on Monday. So, again, the nice thing about this time of year, things turn around pretty quickly. Right. We'll start to melt it. But the next storm system coming in could be kind of a mess because of those warm temperatures. Mm-hmm. We just want everyone to stay safe. And thank you, uh, Sven, and thank you to all the meteorologists who uh, warned us about what was coming and who have been with us hour to hour to let us know how things are developing. Uh, meteorologist Sven Sungar, thank you. You're welcome, Angela. All right. Well, let's check in with uh, some of our other colleagues uh, across the state to see what they are seeing, how it's looking. Uh, we can go down now to New Ulm, Minnesota, where reporter Hannah Yang is joining us on the phone. Good morning, Hannah. Hey, Angela. Thanks for having me. (laughs) I hope you're warm right now. Um, We know that uh, we've been hearing that the storm really affected southwestern Minnesota, some of the, um, you know, biggest snowfall amounts. Um, But uh, you're there in New Ulm. What can you tell us about where you're seeing right now? Yep. uh, I live in New Ulm, and it's uh, pretty quiet around town right now, um, except for a lot of snowblowers and shovels. And, (laughs) you know, residents are beginning to clear their sidewalks. My household included, uh, there are still a few lingering flurries here and there, but the snowfall was much more intense a few hours ago. I will say I got up early and it was kind of looking like, it was kind of looking like looking into a snow globe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult to exactly 
tell how much new snow fell overnight because there's so much blowing and drifting. Um, I would say about five inches in my neighborhood, maybe more. Uh, we've been shoveling frequently to stay ahead of the snow. Uh, but from the looks of it, the plows are out and roads in town are getting cleared. Uh, the rural roads across southwestern Minnesota are another matter, though. Yeah, I, I heard, I think Phil Picardi in a newscast just said that uh, a section of Interstate 90 is closed right now because of that blowing snow. And you've had some experience, I'm guessing, driving in some of the you know rural communities <laughs> across the state. And just remind folks what that's like when you lose visibility. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, well, you know, just driving out there, uh, you know, a large part of the region is you know, still under no travel advisories, um, mm-hmm. but there are plows out clearing the highways. Um, the far southwestern part of the region still has highways closed west of a line from Springfield to Wyndham. So more than a half dozen counties have at least some roads closed in southwestern Minnesota. Um, but I should say that it's not uncommon for us to close roads down because of wind mm-hmm. causing drift snow and reducing visibility. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I haven't heard but I haven't heard too many reports of drivers getting stranded, um, oh, and MnDOT good. made it pretty clear uh, for folks to plan ahead and stay off the road as much as possible. Um, so it's illegal for drivers to be out on the closed road. So I think most people heeded the warning this time and stayed home. So overall, I feel like there was a lot of preparation and planning that seems to have made things a lot smoother than the storm we had around the holidays. Yeah, that makes a lot of difference when you just have like just less traffic out there. It becomes safer for everybody. And what about closings? Here in the metro area, we saw a lot of uh, places, schools, businesses uh, closing in advance of everything. Was that the case down there as well in the New Ulm area? I would say so. Um, I know that um, over at MSU Mankato and SMSU um, in Marshall, uh, they had closed yesterday and um, they plan to stay closed until tomorrow. Um, So for the most part, I believe, um, you know, there was a lot of, um, you know, just as a precaution, a lot of them closed down as well as um, I know a few local businesses around the area have also taken the time to also Mm -hmm. let customers know that they won't be opening up. All right. Uh, Hannah Yang uh, joining us there from New Ulm, Minnesota. Thank you, Hannah. Stay warm and stay safe. I'll try. Thanks, Angela. All right. Uh, Closer to our headquarters here in St. Paul, we've got reporter Tim Nelson joining us. Uh, Tim, I know you live in St. Paul as well. How are you doing and what are you seeing in your neighborhood this morning? Just down the street from you, Angela. You know that. (laughs) How are you? Well, I'm I'm grateful to report that the plow just came down my street. so uh, St. Paul is uh, has a snow emergency going, uh, as does Minneapolis. Uh, we're going to have back-to-backs here. Uh, you know, Public Works Director Sean Kershaw did say earlier this week that they do not expect this to be a complete job the first time around. Uh, and, you know, I think people are going to have to have some patience here. He said... <clears throat> We're gonna we're gonna do this again. We're just gonna try and get the roads a little clear this time, and then and clean them up later. And I think you're gonna see a lot of that around the Twin Cities here. Um, roads are pretty open. I've been watching MnDOT pretty carefully. Um, a couple things: um, the big freeway interchanges. There was a big big backup at 494 and 35 just about 15 minutes ago. What we're seeing is you know on those clover leaves. Uh, you know, these two wheel drive cars, they get off the track just a little bit, they get stuck and you uh-huh. get a huge backup behind them going mm-hmm. for miles. Yeah. Just thinking um, about that is giving me anxiety trying to exit or enter uh, on, on a ramp right now. Right. And, and, you know, tow trucks can't get to them, you know, mm-hmm. to get them out. You see people, everybody getting out of their cars, going up and trying to push them out to get, get things going. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, uh, you know, I talked to uh, Ann Meyer this morning from MnDOT and she said, uh, you know, it's this last inch. Even if it looks clear, this last inch is the tough one. 
for drivers. It's going to be compacted and slippery for plows. It's very difficult to get up. So they're going to be going at it all day today. Uh, you know, on, on all these interstates, you're going to see county plows, city plows the same way. We're into the, the tough nut of the winter here. But, and those, and those, you know, big, people, those big snow banks are an issue, too. I mean, we already had snow on the ground, and right? So when they come through and plow, and it just, it just the piles get higher and higher and higher, which is also an issue. Right, and particularly on the interstates, because, you know, the safety barriers are up to a certain height. And at some point, the snow gets so high that a car will go up the snow and clear a safety barrier. So you're going to see heavy equipment out this weekend, end loaders, things like that, out clearing those guardrails, clearing those bridge decks so that they are as safe as they are when there's not snow there. But, you know, people are also, they're heeding this warning to stay off the roads. I was okay. I was looking, I, I tweeted out a picture of Highway 30 uh, uh, out in southwestern Minnesota, south of Marshall a little while ago, and mm-hmm. uh, someone responded, there's fractal patterns on the road. It's, it's the random <laughs> uh, physics of snow and wind at work rather than plows out there. So it's actually kind of beautiful. But right. uh, so the volume that's, of traffic, that's what we've come to. Yeah, fewer people out there, which makes it safer, I guess, for the folks who do have to be out there. Yep. Yeah. All right. And anything on and, buses you know, and trains? Are you hearing about, um, I saw something about that Metro Transit was having an issue with their operators, the drivers being able to come into work. They they are. Uh, the trains are running on time. You know, light rail really does quite well in the snow. Um, what happens is uh, the, you know, people have to drive the buses and them getting in, getting out right. of their driveways, getting out of their alleys and into work has been the problem in the past. They are not posting major delays right now. Um, there are a couple routes on snow detours. They, they have hills and stuff that they can't get through. Um, watch their Twitter. They keep up with that pretty carefully. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I... I mean, rush hour was nothing. I, I looked at 8.30, the stretch of 35W just north of 694 there in New Brighton. There were 21 cars that went by in one minute. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about anybody who rides that on a normal weekday, think about that stretch of 35W. There are hundreds, if not thousands of cars in that stretch in a minute. And so people are really are, are staying home, whether however they're getting around, they're just staying home and staying safe right now. All right. Well, thank you. And I'll let you uh, get out there and do more reporting. Uh, Tim Nelson checking in for us from St. Paul. Thank you, Tim. You bet. Okay. Another uh, area of interest, folks who are flying, headed to the airport, trying to get out of here or maybe uh, arriving. So let's check in uh, to see what's happening there at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Uh, My colleague, reporter Sarah Tamer is there. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Angela. Hi. Are you indoors right now? I sure am, oh, luckily. Good. good, 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 good. All right, so uh, what, what do we need to know about what's happening at the airport? What, what are you seeing? Yeah, so I, okay, I sort of mentioned this uh, this morning with Kathy, but it's been a pretty quiet morning at the airport. Same with yesterday. Uh, tra- traffic really here has, has not been chaotic by any means. And I think, Angela, that that's partly because we have had time to prepare for this snowstorm. We've been talking about it all week. People, you know, if if you had a flight this morning, you're sort of aware to check the forecast. And so, yes, we have had hundreds of canceled flights, about 300 uh, so far this morning. But I think for folks with canceled flights, they probably found out that their flight was canceled when they were at home or at a hotel. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think the folks who are here, they're checking in. I'm, I'm looking at the lines right now. They're, they're not long. Folks are able to just sort of walk in, check in and uh, get to their scheduled flight. So, so far this morning, it's been pretty quiet. And then uh, have you had a chance to talk to anybody about what their drive into the airport was like early this morning? Or um, have you had any inter- interactions with these, these passengers? 
Yeah, I talked to a few people. You know, the roads were a mess. That's sort of the the common theme among a lot of the folks who were uh, getting here this morning. But a lot of them were also just staying at nearby hotels and mm-hmm. took a shuttle. That's actually what I did um, to avoid the drive this morning. I, I stayed at a, at a hotel, and even just the, the ride in the shuttle from the hotel to the airport was sort of a mess. And so um, I can only imagine what the what the freeways were like this morning. All right. Well, Sarah, thank you uh, for your time and keeping an eye on things for us there at the airport. And I know you'll let us know if there's any big change. That's uh, Sarah Tamer there at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Thanks again, Sarah. Thanks, Angela. And again, to our listeners, as always, uh, during the nine o'clock hour, our phone lines are open. I want to hear your stories, too. Uh, What are you seeing in your neighborhood? Have you had to drive this morning? Uh, What are the road conditions like? What have they been for you? What did you do to prepare for our latest winter storm? Sounds like a lot of people heeded the warning and have have stayed home, which has made, uh, uh, you know, the volume of traffic a lot uh, less than what you would normally see. Give us a call at 651-227-6000. Again, the number is 651-227-6000. You can call me or 800-242-2828. You can also leave me a message on Twitter. I'm at Angela Davis, NPR. Okay, let's go back and, and talk to some more people to see what's happening in other parts of the state. In Brainerd, my colleague, reporter Kirsty Marone is on the phone. Good morning, uh, Kirsty. How are you? Hi, Angela. I'm good. How are you? Good. So were the schools uh, there closed in the Brainerd area or what happened with school closures? Well, our schools here in Brainerd are two hours late. Um, my kids are not happy about that. They were really hoping for a snow day today. <laughs> uh, but I have been checking around and it looks like a lot of schools are uh, closed. The St. Cloud area schools, which includes you know Sock Rapids and Sartell, those all actually closed yesterday and today. They are having e-learning days. Mm-hmm. So it kind of varies, but um, you know it is still snowing here. I, I saw this morning a total of about eight inches as of about 6 a.m. in St. Cloud. I would guess we probably here in Brainerd have a, about that, but it's been coming down since then. So we've probably gotten a couple more inches and, and it's just that really light, fluffy snow. And with that, I was going to ask you about visibility. Is the wind whipping around and affecting visibility for drivers? It is definitely, I, you know, what Sven was talking about earlier. Um, that's what we're seeing here. It's just really light. I was out shoveling this morning and my neighbor was snow blowing and he was commenting, well, at least it's a light snow. But I mean, that's what's causing it too, just to kind of blow around. And I know MnDOT's really advising people not to travel, um, you know, if you can help it and stay home. So uh, I think that's really going to be an issue later in the day because it looks like the winds are going to pick up around here. And, uh, you know, Kirsty, something unusual here, here in the Twin Cities, a lot of places announced very early on, they were closing early or closing, you know, schools, many of them have switched to online or have, you know, closures uh, this week. Uh, Did you see a lot of that too? Just like uh, folks closing early or making decisions not to ask their workers to come in there in the Brainerd area? Yeah, we did see that a little bit. You know, I saw some um, events canceled, you know, arts performances, theater, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, I think it, you know, like Sarah was mentioning, it was good that we had that advance notice a little bit. Um, But I think with the schools, they were kind of waiting just to see, you know, what the what the totals actually were. And I think they were a little bit less than 
you know, some of the initial predictions. So they're kind of hoping that <laughs> things clear up. I know the plows are out um, on our streets here, but, you know, like my car is stuck in the alley. It's not getting out anytime soon. So I, I think it is going to be really a challenge to get anywhere today. Yeah. And as I was talking to Tim Nelson, you know, with the about with this, the plowing and just these snow banks continuing to get taller and taller, that, that parking is going to be a real issue uh, in, the, in the days to come, particularly as it gets colder for a, a bit. Yeah, I definitely think that's going to be an issue here. I mean, we've gotten to the point where it's just really hard at the intersections to see around the corner to see if there's a car coming. And that's been true for a while. This is just going to add to that problem. And, you know, Mm -hmm. just the problem of where to put the snow. I mean, there's, (laughs) we're just running out of places. And it becomes, you know, a a safety situation too for at at school bus stops, because a lot of times you can't see these little kids because the snow is piled up over their heads. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. I have been, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, worried about that in my neighborhood because we have a lot of kids who walk to the bus stop and um, it's it's just really hard to see those little kids around these big towering snowbanks. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, Christy Marone, thank you for taking a moment out of all of your responsibilities, both as a, a reporter and a mom, uh, to give us an update on what's happening in Brainerd. Thank you again. Thanks, Angela. All right. You can tell us your story, too. Again, the phone lines are open. You can call us, call me, talk to me about what you're seeing out your window, what you've experienced. If you had to drive this morning, the number is 651-227-6000. Again, 651-227-6000 as we talk about this latest winter storm. You can also call me at 800-242-2828 or leave me a message or a picture on Twitter. I'm at Angela Davis MPR. Right now, let's go to the phone line and uh, talk to some of our listeners in Fridley. Nate is on the phone. Nate, for thanks for calling in. And what can you tell us? How's your morning going? Uh, my morning is going all right. But I just wanted to say that I think that it's more about MnDOT needing to be more up to par. Or no, We know that the snow is coming. And instead of waiting until the snow is done, you know, falling, I think we still need to have, like, you know, trucks out, you know, to help people deal with this, you know, think, and that's just my personal opinion. But I think they were. But first, let me ask you, uh, did you have to drive this morning? What did you find? What did you discover when you were behind the wheel driving this morning, Nate? Yeah, um, I, I drove probably, like I said, three miles from home to work and it was terrible. And, and I just feel sorry for the people that have to really commute, you know, mm-hmm. far, you know, um, and it just seems like, like I said, I just feel like we know the snow is coming, and I just feel like us being a little bit ahead, a little on the jump, just to clear the roads a little bit. Because my highway, um, what university, is it looks it's terrible. It's like a side street. So, give me some um, specifics. Yeah, you said you're calling from Fritley. Where were you driving uh, in the northern metro area? Yeah, so um, I was driving. I live in Columbia Heights. Uh-huh. And I was, I literally lived 20 blocks away from my house. So let's say like 40th in university to 69th in university. Mm-hmm. That whole strip just is, I mean, barely even been shoveled at all, or plowed at all, if any. And it was just a, a, I don't know, a slippery, deep snow type of drive, which I just feel like, you know, hey, we know that the snow is coming and it should be definitely something that we, you know, all all the, uh, the the people that are, you know, sliding or getting caught on the sides of the roads and stuff, I think it could be eliminated if we just had them out there a little more than what we 
are used to. But I hear you. My personal opinion. I hear you. And you know, our meteorologists and and people have been talking about the 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 wind, the role the wind has been playing. It it's been blowing the snow back onto the roadways after right, the plows right. have gone through. So that I think that's part of the complicating factor in that. But and you were driving uh, to and from work, Nate. Yes, just mm-hmm. to work. Yeah, I'm work. here locked in listening to you guys. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm glad you're safe, and I appreciate you calling in. Again, that's Nate uh, in Fridley. Uh, let's take another phone call. In Minneapolis, we have Kyle on the line. Good morning, Kyle. And, and, and what are you seeing out there this morning? How are you doing? Good morning. Uh, right. Thanks for having me on. I'm actually out plowing, and I have been for the better part of the last couple of days here. So, Oh, thank you. Clean up as much as we can, um, you know, and to speak to Nate here, uh, we have been. <laughs> we started when it started, and uh, that's kind of the hard part of snowstorms like this, right? Like, we end up spending 30 hours or more straight trying to keep up with it. I know I'm on my third pass through uh, Edina, Bloomington, and there is another fresh layer of snow on the ground. I've got to go clean up again. So Because of the wind, know. Kyle? Or because um, of well, no, I mean, just, it keeps coming down. We try right. and every time we hit a couple of inches, we try and get it out of the way. So we're not pushing a foot at a time because there's, you know, a couple of factors here, right? We already had a huge amount of snow, like you were talking about earlier. So mm-hmm. there's not a lot of places to put it. But when it comes down like this, if we let it pile up, you know, it's really hard to move. I'm in a giant uh, excavator and uh-huh. this thing has gotten stuck a few times tonight because of the wet heavy nature of it but also there's a lot of ice underneath the snow so traction and things like that you know it's a very complicated situation so uh, yeah and then you know with the forecast we just heard um meteorologist uh, sven sungart say like the temperatures are going to drop below zero so then yeah, what does what, what does that mean for you it gets not fluffy it gets hard and heavy huh yeah well it's heavy now but as it freezes it gets hard and so you know a lot of compounding issues to to clean up you know especially like parking lots the roads are a little easier because mindots you know they've got a little more room to throw snow off the side of things but you know giving all the little trucks and loaders and excavators out there a little extra space and a little extra time is just going to make our job easier and let Mm -hmm. us do a better job Um, i think a lot of us struggle with this time of day where we've been out for you know, 24 hours straight, and now there's a lot of traffic on the road. Right. Um, yeah, it's dangerous, but it's also complicates the effectiveness of our, our job here, you know? Absolutely. Well, Kyle, thank you for the work that you're doing. Uh, please be safe, and thank you for sharing uh, with us what it's like to do the work that you're doing trying to clear the snow out of the way for us. Again, that's Kyle calling in from Minneapolis. Joining us right now, we have Kevin Reed. Kevin is the Interim Director of the Minnesota Homeland Security and Emergency Management Office. Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, Angela. Hi. And so uh, first off, you know, how do you describe what we're seeing uh, and what you're hearing from counties that are checking in with you from around the state this morning? Yeah, we're hearing uh, pretty much the same as what your reporters are saying. There, there, there are some tough spots. There's some spots. It's sort of uh, gradiated as you go from south to north in the state. And the southwest corner is taking a, a pretty good hit from this storm, but it, it is uh, affecting pretty much the southern two-thirds of the state. And it's challenging to get around. We do have to thank those people who decided to stay home or the schools that closed to try to stay off the roads to help those plows get out there and do, and do what they need to do to get it back open. And so what role does the Minnesota Homeland Security and, and Emergency Management play uh, in a situation like a storm like this? 
Yeah, we have a couple different roles that we play in this. And most of this for this storm is getting out as much information as we can, uh, working with our state agency partners to get people prepared for if they have to travel, uh, what it's going to be like, and then how we can recover from if there's damages or, or anything else that comes from heavy snow on that uh, and working with the uh, FEMA and other agencies if we need to do some recovery. So we sort of have the preparedness side. We support the reco- the response if we need to with state agencies like the National Guard, if they're out there, if we have to bring out special track vehicles to get people that get stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we work with the local county emergency managers and tribal nations. And, you know, one of my um, big safety concerns in storms, and because this has happened to me where um, I lost control of my vehicle because of blowing snow and low visibility, and I ended up in a ditch and I was stranded for a bit. What should people know? Uh, like, what do you do if you do get stuck um, in a ditch or you, you know, you're gotten into a situation, you need somebody to come get you and get you out? What advice do you have about that? The first thing is call 911. Secondly, stay within your vehicle because that's going to be the safest uh, safest place for you. We even saw an accident yesterday where somebody had gotten out of their vehicle and got injured because they were standing next to the vehicle. So the vehicle is going to be the safest place for you. And then we're going to um, tell you to bring some stuff, uh, a blanket, a hat, because you know it's going to be cold. Check your route. We get very comfortable when we travel within the first you know, mile, two miles, three miles from your house. And you know those roads pretty well. But in a situation like this, that road may be clear and when you're driving to the store and then when you get back, it's not. So even though we feel like, oh, we've done this before and we're very confident in driving in the storm, just take time to figure out what is your route, what, uh, what possibly could happen, and then have something in there, boots, a hat. I usually take the uh, a jacket that I was going to uh, donate to Goodwill and I throw it in the back of the are for in case something happens in this kind of weather, in case I need an extra jacket of gloves, make sure you have a charger, make sure you have the things that you would need just to sit tight for a little while because it may delay somebody coming to help you. And Kevin, uh, you know, the next part of the storm is just, you know, the temperature dropping and just some frozen icy conditions. Are you, would you still recommend Mm -hmm. people not travel unless they have to? Yeah, I, you know, we, I would recommend if you don't have to or you can postpone because it looks like we're going to get warmer in the next couple of days. Uh, just be very safe about what you're doing. Pay attention to where you're going. You know, the other thing is we, we have these phones that people can track each other if you use, uh, mm-hmm. depending on which phone you use. And let someone know if you're coming to see them or going somewhere so that they have an idea if you don't show up. They can either try to help locate you if your phone uh, runs out of uh, battery they can provide information but still use the same caution that you would today that you will for the next three days because you don't know this weather is going to change over the next couple of days we're going to go from blowing snow to some ice to cold and if Mm -hmm. you go off the road and it's colder you're going to need something to keep you warm Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. We're, we're talking with uh, Kevin Reed, the uh, Interim Director of Minnesota Homeland Security and Emergency Management. Thank you, Kevin, for your time. Thank you, Angela. Have a good day. All right. Uh, let's head down to southern Minnesota, where reporter Catherine Richard is joining us now. Good morning, Catherine. 
Good morning, Angela. How are you? Hi. You sound upbeat. You, you got through the morning pretty well. I'm guessing you didn't have to drive yet, Catherine. No, I, <laughs> I prepared in advance. I have all my gear that I good. need to do radio at home, so I'm good. So what are you seeing there uh, in Rochester? Like, How much snow do you, do you all think you have? What are the snow totals reports down well, there? Well, the last... The- the last I looked, around 12 inches, but it's still okay. coming down. So, I mean, uh, it's a little up in the air at this point, um, but it's not coming down very heavily. It feels like it's starting to taper off at this point. And what about road conditions? Uh, folks you know who have been driving around, what are you hearing? You know, I think in and around town, um, it's okay. Looking at um, the the MnDOT map, um, most of the roads in the region are still covered or partially covered with snow. And they're warning, you know, hey, don't travel if you don't have to. I know that in some of the neighborhoods, uh, roads haven't been plowed yet, including my own. So we're still waiting <laughs> for those to come through. But slowly but surely, it'll happen. And Catherine, I heard you mention earlier when you were reporting about the, the conditions, uh, you know, Rochester, that metro area is unique because it's such a huge medical community. So so there's a huge impact when there are closures or delays or just with travel. So uh, what can you tell us about what you're seeing there as folks maybe, you know, trying to get to the Mayo Clinic? Catherine, are you still there? Oh, I think we've lost Catherine. Okay. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, okay. are you still there? Oh, I can hear you. Okay. I, I am. You can I hear couldn't me. hear you. Yeah, I couldn't hear you. Well, uh, Sorry. I was just asking you about the impact of travel because there, it is such a huge medical community down there. Yeah, right. So, you know, typically speaking, when we have a snow day, um, after school and before school care will remain open during that day. But even that has been canceled the last couple of days. So that's sort of, you know, one um, glitch here, right? If you're a nurse who's Mm -hmm. working in the ICU, you still have to go to work. You know, you don't have much of a choice, but maybe you don't have anywhere to send your kids. What was unusual about this storm is that we saw a lot of additional closures we don't typically see, like daycare centers. Um, Also, our bus routes were operating on sort of a limited schedule this morning and some, some routes have been entirely closed for the day. So that that is a little unusual. And certainly, I think we feel those impacts a little bit more in terms of the workforce here. All right. All right, reporter Catherine Richard, thank you for checking in, uh, giving us an update on what's going on in Rochester. Be safe out there. Thank you. All right. I want to take a couple phone calls from listeners. I do want to hear from you as well. What are you seeing outside of your window? Have you had to get out there and drive this morning? Uh, how have you been affected by this latest winter storm? Uh, let's take a phone call now from Oakdale. We've got Anne on the line. Anne, good morning to you. What do you want to share with us? Um, I just want to share that it's really nice that there's a lot of people that aren't on the road. Right. So the roads are, it's so we can get the plowing done. It's great. People are staying home. Are you a plow driver um, or do you work in, in helping to clear away the snow? Yeah, I'm a plow driver. Okay. And so having that, that uh, less uh, traffic out there makes it easier to do the work. It makes a world of difference uh, because people get stuck, they spin out, and then that makes our job a right. lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it's, it's, it's great for, this, for people to stay home. It's awesome. And, and what has been the, the work experience? This is a tough job on some days. And, and how is it going for you? Um, yeah, we're on 12-hour shifts. Mm. Um, we're very short staffed. We're over 100 people down in the metro area for plow drivers. Mm-hmm. So the one caller was talking about us being, you know, getting out there and getting ahead of things. We are. We spent hours and hours getting our trucks prepared and whatnot, but we still have breakdowns. And when you're so short staffed, it's really hard. We have 12-hour shifts, and it's two shifts. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and you have to be highly attentive uh, the entire, you know, most of that shift. you got to be paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah, you know, and after you're on, and people just think we're, you know, we pile the roads, we're done. Well, then there's cleanup, and cleanup can last a week or two. So we get real tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I just wanted to address that one caller when he said that uh, the roads weren't plowed and whatnot. Well, his roads that he was talking about are not Minot roads. Those are county or city roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, we plow the freeways and the highways. But um, just be aware we are really short on drivers, and we, we are really doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. The labor shortage has affected every industry, uh, including uh, what we're seeing with you know operators of plows for the state and, and, and cities and counties. And thank you so much. Uh, I hope you get some rest as you complete your shift. Thank you for calling in. All right. Thank you. Okay. Another phone call there in Plymouth. Uh, we have Miles on the phone. And Miles, what do you want to tell us? Good morning. Yes, I, uh, I'm a uh, HVAC heating and cooling uh, guy. So we are out running today. We uh, didn't really expect to. We had about four of us kind of just sitting in the wings and uh, we're all out working today. It's uh, been a little bit more busy than expected. Right. And so what has the drive been like for you as, as you've moved around the metro area? You know, I, I started my day in Oakdale, um, and my first call was in Plymouth, so that was a, uh, a lovely hour-plus commute. But I, I will be honest, um, the plow drivers, MDOT's done a fantastic job. The interstates are, are great, and, and a lot of people aren't on the roads, which is so handy. Um, I will say, though, I affectionately have named my truck the Rolling Tank. It's very big. I typically <laughs> don't have issues on the roads, but mm-hmm. I was a little little sideways at one point. The wind is uh, pretty gnarly, so it's still not great. What do you mean you were sideways? The wind was pushing well, the vehicle? Yeah, I, you it. know, like I said, I uh, very, you know, I do not often have issues with, um, you know, just, just going our normal speeds. And I'm, you know, cruising at a very comfortable 40, but that wind hits you really quick and you might be on a little bit of ice. And uh, I should know, not actually sideways, but, uh, you know, right. you, had, felt, a, had a moment there. Right. And so would like right now in the metro area, would you advise people to drive or maybe wait yeah. it out? Absolutely not. No. Um, you know, we're in, we're in neighborhood areas, residential areas, too. And, you know, it's, it's about a coin flip. I've, I've noticed going through them to get to the people's homes. Mm-hmm. You know, half of them are, are plowed and then the other halves are, you know, there's still a good eight inches a foot of snow. So I uh, people keep staying home. I, mm-hmm. I love that. All right. That's Miles in Plymouth. Thank you, Miles, for calling in. Thank and you. I want to share a message from my colleague, uh, reporter Sarah Tamer, Tamer, who's out at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. And Sarah uh, just shared this with us uh, just in from MSP officials, uh, still operating on one runway, but weather conditions are improving. So and uh, so is wind direction uh, conditions improving, but still operating on one runway. It's anticipated that uh, the FAA will coordinate the move to one or both parallel runways by this afternoon. Uh, Many cancellations this morning, but airlines have more flights on track for this afternoon. So that's an update from the airport from Sarah Tamer. Let's now talk to uh, uh, someone from the Minnesota State Patrol. We have Lieutenant Gordon Shank on the line. And uh, uh, good morning to you, Lieutenant. Good morning. Thanks Hi. for having me on. I appreciate it. Hi. I know you've been busy, but thank you for sharing uh, with everyone across the state about what you're seeing um, on our, our state highways. And so what do you want people to know right now about how it's looking uh, on our highways throughout the state? Yeah, we've, we've kind of heard callers. They've said that conditions are improving. And uh, while weather is, we're still asking people to make sure that if you have to go out, give yourself extra time, make sure you're driving to conditions. If you can wait it out till conditions can improve, do that. That's what we're asking as well. Uh, we've noticed our crashes aren't as high as um, some people might have thought they'd been. And I think that's just because drivers are waiting and waiting to go out until conditions improve. So uh, we hope people continue to do that. And we'll be there to help you. But we'd prefer if you stayed home until things get better. 
And uh, Lieutenant Schenk, are you hearing uh, these reports that because of the wind uh, last night overnight after the plows went through the, you know, the wind, the snow drifted back onto the lanes? Are you hearing that? Yeah, we've seen those challenges. And especially when you think about greater Minnesota, even an inch of snow is going to cause visibility issues with wind. So um, our troopers do see those challenges and we have seen those challenges on some of our roadways. But um, we continue to be there to help when people have needed it. But we just ask people to stay home until we can get this all cleared out. And so for people who do have to drive because they're going into work or they have to go somewhere, um, what advice do you have, particularly about like the entrance and exit ramps? And if you do end up getting stuck, if you hit a ditch, uh, what advice do you have? Yeah, great. All great questions. So for us, we just tell people if you have to go out, give yourself extra time, plenty of time to get where you need to go. Drive slower than the speed limit. For example, speed limit, maybe 55 or 70 somewhere, you're not going to want to go that speed. So Drive at a speed that's comfortable. If you have to go um, on the exit ramps, the bridge decks, know that those are some of our challenging areas where we do see a lot of crashes and vehicles off-road. So make sure you're extra cognizant that that could be a possibility when you're on those types of roadways. And if you do, unfortunately, find yourself in the ditch or in a crash, if you can move that crash off the freeway, we ask you to do that. It's safer for everybody involved if you find yourself in the ditch. Buckle up. Call 911. If you have to exit to clear your exhaust to snow, do it quickly. The best place for you when you're stuck in a vehicle and you can't move or you're in a ditch is to stay in that vehicle belted in. So call 911. We'll get there as soon as we can. But we need to know where you're at. We need some information that you can provide us. And the safest place to do that is sitting inside your vehicle. And Lieutenant Shank, uh, any concerns like the next uh, weather challenge we'll we'll confront is just the temperature dropping below zero. And um, could you speak a little bit about what that means, even if the roadways have been cleared, uh, what we know about the icy conditions and driving? Absolutely. So expect that those roads could become slick once they are clear with the temperature drop. So be expecting that if the roads do look clear in the next few days, there could be ice on them. We see that a lot. And it's a, a lot of, well, I was, I didn't see anything. It looked clear. Well, there's actually a layer of ice. So if you're going too fast, you're not going to be able to break and stop and slow down as well as you normally could. So we do ask that. We ask that you pack some some blankets, some extra jackets, coats in your vehicle. If you do find yourself in the ditch in this situation with these temperatures, it's always good to have those extra things, bottles of water, all those types of things mm-hmm. that can help you if you find yourself in a situation that no one expects to be in, but it can happen. And last question, uh, Lieutenant, um, we heard about some road closures, uh, particularly in southern Minnesota, uh, Interstate 90 sections of it closed. Any other road closures you want people to be aware of or just like how do you check to find out if you know, where you're planning to go, you can't get through because it's closed. Yeah, for the most up-to-date information, go to 511. Uh, MnDOT does a great job of updating their roads and the systems that are closed and what's opening and any challenges or snow-covered roads. I refer them to 511. Check that. Uh, We are continuing to work with MnDOT on I-90 in those areas that are closed, and MnDOT will let people know as soon as they're back open. But I would say don't risk it. Don't put yourself in a situation. If you're not sure if the road's open, check 511 and see what the conditions are. All right. Give that number a call. Thank you. I'll let you get back to work. I know you guys uh, have a busy day ahead. That's Lieutenant Gordon Shank, uh, a public information officer for the Minnesota State Patrol. Again, uh, give us a call. Tell us what you're seeing. 651-227-6000 or 800-242-2828. Let's take a phone call from St. Paul. James is on the phone. Hi, James. and, And what are you seeing this morning? Well, I guess I wanted to say first thanks to the plow guys, but maybe remind people that there's dozens of people who get up and get up to that convenience store that everybody depends on to get their milk and their eggs and their bread in the weather like this. And, uh, you know, it'd be very easy to 
look out the window and say, ah, I don't want to deal with it. But, you know, they remember that there are people counting on them and they take it just as seriously and, and find a way to get in. So mm-hmm. maybe think of them a little too. Right. Some folks had to get on the roads uh, and to, um, you know, offer some services that we need. And how was your, did you have to drive this morning? How did it go? I did about 4.30 and I had to take it slow, but it was, you know, it was a challenge, but it wasn't uh, horrific or anything. And like I say, the plow guys being out overnight really made a positive difference, even though, you know, we had some issues with wind. Uh, the fact that it wasn't the full depth made it possible to, to get there. So I think that was a good move to to get out overnight and not just wait until later. Yeah, a lot of appreciation for the folks clearing things away. Thank you, James. James and St. Paul calling in. Okay, we have time to go up north. Let's head up north now to Duluth and talk with uh, Dan Crocker. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Angela. How's it going? It's all going okay. Hey, you've got this story uh, on our website right now about more than 11,000 people expected for the Berkey, the country's largest cross-country yep. ski race. So a lot of folks headed to northwestern Wisconsin, uh, and I guess coming through Duluth. Um, what are you hearing about like, uh, like the travels of these folks? Well, yeah, I talked to organizers for the Berkey yesterday, and um, that that is the concern is that they know that some people are probably not going to be able to make it to the race. Mm. People come from all over the country, all over the world. Twenty mm-hmm. people from twenty different countries come to the Berkey. A lot of people from out west, and some flights have been canceled. Um, luckily, the big races are Friday and Saturday, so they're hoping that most folks driving in from the Twin Cities, Duluth, and elsewhere should be able to make it. But, um, you know, it's it's funny, Angela, that the race has been canceled in the past for, for, for not enough snow. It's never been canceled for too much snow. So organizers are pretty excited about all the snow and the good conditions that skiers should have. And you're a cross-country skier, so what is that like if you've got the wind coming at you? Um, yeah. Does that, you know, what are they thinking or what are they saying about what the conditions might be like for these folks? So because it, it can be problematic if a lot of fresh snow comes right before the race because then it's mm. then the trails can get really soft and slow. But that doesn't look like that's going to be the case. The trails okay. should be pretty firm. Um, but the winds can be tough. So the winds luckily are going to be dying down Friday, Saturday. Good. That can make it uncomfortable for skiers, but it should be okay. And you're there uh, in Duluth uh, along Lake Superior. Did you see any big waves or like how was the weather there? Or did you get a lot of snow or, or less than we had down here in the metro? Yeah, we got four inches um, at the airport as of this morning. It's still snowing, still mm-hmm. coming down. The big issue here is the winds. Like you said, they're gusting up to 45 miles per hour off the lake. I did check it out earlier this morning. There are nice waves coming in, nice, big, clean waves. And I was out there early, so I didn't see any surfers yet, Angela. Oh, Lord. But I, I guarantee I guarantee that <laughs> even though... even though getting this conversation, Dan? <laughs> because, you know, it's... it's I know the, I know it's, I know the, I know this weather can be tough, and it can be... And, it, and rightfully so, the emphasis should be on safety. But, you know, it's Minnesota. It's winter. We've got a lot of snow out there. When we get cleaned out, people have to people have to embrace it and enjoy it. And these surfers do that to a hundred percent. It's five degrees and icy, but they're going to be out there hitting those waves later today. All right. Well, be careful, Dan, and thank you for for checking in uh, with us. Uh, that's uh, uh, our NPR reporter Dan Cracker holding things down in our Duluth bureau. All right, our time is up for this hour, but I just want to remind everybody: it, it's still a, you know a, a tricky situation out there if you have to drive. So if you can stay home, that's great. If you are traveling, take it slow. Be aware of the blowing snow, the icy conditions, uh, and keep it here on NPR News. We'll keep you updated on any closures or any uh, any changes in the forecast. Our time today is up, but I'll, again, nprnews.org for the latest updates or stream us online at any time. Today's program was produced by Danelle Cloutier. Be safe, everybody. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.
Thanks for listening to a recording of my live radio show on NPR News. A reminder that if you want to catch my show in real time, tune in and call in weekdays at 9 a.m.